to episode 21 of The Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. So, John, new new set's coming out. Huzzah! I'm going to go to a pre-release tomorrow. And then I'm, another one. I'm hopefully going to make one, but... You know which one you're thinking, or... Uh, Sunday, if I can make one, it's going to be Sunday at noon. Alright, cool. So, we'll see if there's... Hopefully there's slots available, but... Is that a yay oh. or a nay on to it a giant, then? If it, man, if I show up, we can 2HG it all day. Sweet. I might um, sign us up for that just in case. <laughs> I'll take it. I suppose you can't play both heads, huh? No, unfortunately. I feel like I'd do really well if I could. <laughs> Get to play two decks. But, yeah, so Hour of Devastation is releasing... Or the pre-release is coming up soon. We have the full set spoilers, so we figured... Well, it's kind of a big topic, so we should probably probably talk about it yeah i know the last time we did this did not go exceptionally smooth by any stretch but i think it's still important that we at least try to do it i mean sets are important we need to talk about them somehow so yeah we're gonna kind of do something a little different this time um a little more focused yeah we're we're gonna talk about the cards but we're kind of gonna just talk about them through specific lenses more or less if that makes sense and kind of give our opinions on things which we have those so um, uh, why don't you why don't you um, uh, lead it off here john all right so we're gonna start out with uh favorite effect uh, basically all of these are gonna be you know like individual cards that stick out to us for something specific and my favorite effect to the surprise of absolutely no one is gideon's <laughs> defeat because it's a one mana answer to a card that i hate with a so, passion gideon's defeat is a, <laughs> is a white instance for one for a white uh exile target white creature that's attacking or blocking if it was a gideon planeswalker you gain five life you, yeah you hate gideon <laughs> and with a passion and like, yeah, you played. A, we played one on one EDH the other day with my terrible, terrible deck that I made, and I actually beat you with a Gideon. And I'm sure you, it was just you the turned rubbins. for the Gideon in EDH, and I couldn't beat it. <laughs> oh like, man, that that's my life. I just can't beat a turn four Gideon, no matter what. So like, you must just love everything about this card, then. I, I love the art, I love watching him get his ass kicked, I love that it's an answer to him. Like, I might have to play, like, blue-white control just to, like, main deck this card. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's... Like, how do you feel about the other defeat cards in general? Uh... So the Jace one is just a strictly better gainsay, right? Yeah, but, I mean, like, is a strictly better gainsay, like, just... everything you're looking for? I mean... So, the Theros cycle of self-hate cards were actually, they did see a lot of play, like the white one saw play, the blue one saw a little bit of play, the black one was all over because Model Black Devotion, duh. Yeah. And like, they're all good, and mm -hmm. I don't see any reason why these ones would be different. The green one's the worst, but the green one's always been the worst. I mean, what do you do in green, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, you get to destroy a forest, or... Uh, green non-creature permanent okay like, uh... <laughs> i mean those aren't the green things i want to be killing usually yeah the the red one's amazing one mana for five damage like yeah holy hell 
The blue one, like I said, it's fine. Like, you're going to bring it in and control mirrors, maybe. Link 8's probably still better. It's a little bit greedy, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. What's the black one? They sacrifice a black permanent? Uh, yeah. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Destroy target black creature, black planeswalker. Yeah, for one black. Was on it. it's, it's, three life. it's a sorcery. Yeah, but still. Unplayable. <laughs> one black sorcery, nuke, you know, a lot of relevant things. Like, it yeah. kills Liliana, and like, it's, like, Hence the name is a deck. Yeah, I mean, so that is relevant. Yeah. It's not uh, as I mean, relevant as during the times of Mono Black Devotion, but still. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I'm sure it won't come up in Constructed, but, like, Eternalize makes black zombies, so... Yeah, that could be relevant. Maybe. I, I doubt it, but... You never know. Yeah. So, my pick for favorite effect is... I'm sure this is a lot of people's pick, but is Solemnity. That and that's an enchantment. horrible name to pronounce, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, enchantment, two and a white. Players can't get counters. Counters can't be put on artifacts, creatures, enchantments, or lands. So, what's the obvious thing people see with this? In fact. Yes. So, the first thing I thought of was cumulative upkeep. Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> I hate everything like, about you. <laughs> so, so, just to spoil for everyone, in the notes, I literally, for the favorite effect, it literally just says solemnity and in parentheses says, and not for the right reasons for me. Yeah. So, so that sick uh, Glacial Chasm deck that I've been working on and stuff, this basically nullifies um, like all the the only counters downside. you get. Creation. The only downside. Although it creates a really weird situation because you can't madcap skills into this, but... Yeah. <laughs> this is actually... And you can madcap into Yon Hub. Yeah, this card actually is really, really interesting. Yeah, it's re- it's a really cool card. I'm like I'm kind of sad it could potentially be good in some places because I really want it to just jank the heck with. Yeah, I mean I can't imagine like it's a hate card. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to ever be more than like $5. Yeah. I mean to me it's an enabler like I'm like my permanent mystic remoras and stuff like that and casual decks and stuff but see then now you're speaking my language with the right there mystic Remoras. <laughs> all about the mystic Remoras. i'm sure there's a bunch of people who are like listening right now like by bunch i mean like two people who are like <laughs> mystic Remora, what but i'll make yeah i don't seriously, know like card. that is seriously the first thing i thought about with it and i just want to go with that all right I, uh, I, and you can you could combo this with the, um, uh, the unstable mutation reprint and just crush. Combo. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if I agree with that specific phrasing. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I highly, highly doubt it, but. <laughs> Fair enough. But it, it's, it's just a super Johnny card, and I think it's gonna be sweet, even outside of. A hate card for infect, which is what it's going to do. Yeah, well, it it not only does it hate an infect, it also hate outs the new version of Opson Company oh, because okay. they can't actually activate Devoted Druid's ability. Because even though Devoted Druid doesn't gain the counter when they're going infinite, you can't put it on there to begin with. Yep. So it completely you, stops that. Do you play this card if you have it in your sideboard against uh, Affinity? Uh oh. 
No, it's too expensive. Okay. I mean, you're dead by the time you cast it, right? Yeah. And but like, I mean, like, being able to just be like, yeah, your Arcbound Ravager does nothing except go instantly to the graveyard as a state-based action is okay. Yeah. Like, that's good, but it's just too expensive. I mean, half the time, Stony Silence is too expensive. Yeah, that's two mana. I know. But, okay. I think we should get on to our most important piece here. Favorite part. Favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I actually had a really tough time with this. Um, like, don't get me wrong, like, all the art in the set is super, super good, but there are very few that really, like, spoke to me a lot. Um, so the one I ended up coming up with is the Majestic Miriarch. And the only reason is, even though it's a Chimera, it looks like a Griffin, and it gets me really excited because I haven't had a gri we haven't had Griffins in a set since. The nope, we had one in BFZ. We had Courier Griffin. Uh, to be fair, it's basically a Griffin just with a snake tail. It's basically, but it's not. I know, but it's the closest you're gonna get. I know. I'll just keep dreaming. Because I doubt we're gonna have Griffins in the land of dinosaurs. Yeah, but Dominaria, man. So, Zubiri reprint. <laughs> uh, that's on the reserve list. I have to say that's not allowed. Get rid of the take him off the reserve list. Everyone will cry. Yeah, for the fifty cent rare that is Zubiri <laughs> Golden Feather. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I unlike Fletcher, I actually had multiple choices that I have here. So I'm I actually have an honorable mention for my favorite art. It's overwhelming splendor. I love just, like, the super bright sun, which makes you think, like, oh, well, you know, like, what this card's doing. But then, like, everything, like, the horns are just holding it all in, and everything is just, like, a desolate, horrified wasteland around it. And it just perfectly encompasses what's going on effectively. I just, yeah. I like the art, and I like, because of, like, it works well with what it does. Yeah. Nope. I mean that card could have easily been been one of our mentions for um uh, favorite effect too. So like yeah, like that's a sweet card. I hate humility as a effect though. So uh, the number of times I've seen people cast humility and then lose the anyways is way too high. I I think that's a common thing though. Yeah, people need okay. to use that card better. But my actual favorite art is Torment of Hailfire. Because Big Daddy Bolus being a badass, and it just perfectly encompasses like him as a character. Like he's like my second favorite character in all of Magic. I mean, coming in second to the only true badass in all of Magic, Yogmoth. And like it's also the game day champion playmat, which means I'm gonna have to try and actually win game day pretty hard because holy hell, I want this card. Like I want this playmat. I want this. I want a playset of this card. Foil. It's probably going to be terrible. Like Punisher mechanics are notoriously bad, but yeah. Damn, do I want it to be good? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's actually a lot of really awesome Bolos uh, art in this set. I know I know there is some hate and stuff for it, but the um uh, the uh invocation for omniscience. Yeah. So like it doesn't that look like sweet. a blue spell. Dude, that card's sweet as hell, that art. Once again, that art perfectly encompasses that card. He is yes, omnipotent exactly. on this plane. 
and he's yeah. just proving it. He will kick you in the nuts till you die. Yeah. But, and like, yeah, I don't know. Like with my thing, all the art in this set is good. Mm-hmm. Like, like they haven't had bad art in a set since like maybe BFZ had bad art. I mean, there's a few but arts like, that I look at that I'm just kind of like, eh, about, but but there's nothing that's like terrible. Like overall, this set's art is pretty great. I don't know. I I think I don't know. It, it's really funny because nothing really jumped out at me, but as a whole, I feel like the art of the set is just solid. Like it's just like, man, this is really really great. Yeah, that's probably why nothing jumped out at you is because there's no like mat. There's no car that individually just stands out from the pack as being oh my god amazing. Because they all like yeah. you look like you know I can look through and like I can find something sweet in almost every piece of art. Yeah. So like just a just a random aside. So not really the art, but the general like the card and the flavor text and everything about it. Like that the card that really got me for some reason, and I don't follow the story. It's been tragic lesson. Yes, I like. We're gonna <laughs> go over that. Uh, is that later in here for over- opinions on the overall feel. Oh, I didn't see that down there. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 bookmarked. Don't worry. We got there. Oh, okay. We got that. We'll 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 put that off to the side then and we'll go on to we'll go on to something a little more mechanical for now. Yeah. So what card? So John, you open a pack. What card do you want to just have like stacks and stacks and stacks of at the end of your drafts? So I know for a fact this if this format is anything like Amonkhet was, this card will be mm-hmm. completely unplayable garbage. <laughs> I love Torment of Scarabs. Like that card does everything right, I, gotta, I want to do in limited. I gotta read this card, so Torment of Scarabs, right? Yep. So three and a black for an enchantment are a curse. Enchant player at the beginning of Enchanted Player's Upkeep, that player loses three life unless he or she sacrifices a non-land permanent or discards a card. Grind them into the dust. Like that is just like I'm gonna cast this on you, and then I'm gonna sit and play with myself for the rest of the game until you <laughs> kill yourself. Yep. Or have nothing left. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, what would you like to do? I have absolutely nothing. Okay, this is fine. Like, I is there a is there a flying man in this set? Because I'm sure you'll just sit there and poke him with that all day too. Ah, uh, there's the one two unlockable. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hate its existence, but you know. Oh yeah, cards like that are usually terrible. But... I know. But yeah, I I want to draft torment of scarabs, but I'm sure it will be bad. That surprises me. I mean, with any you, <laughs> that it'll be bad, or that I want to draft it. That you want to draft it? Really? Why is that? I don't know. Just, uh, just like, like when I when I read it and everything and get it, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. But for some reason, I just didn't think of that card. Well, like, think about like when our think of our chaos draft, like the yeah. last one we did when I drafted mono black because I opened a braids pack one. Yeah, that was I awesome. love those effects. I love just like I drafted a braids and then I got a. Uh, um, Thousand Year Elixir, and I'm just like, I will win eventually. Period. That that is true. Except if I beat you with my good cards. Eh. Yeah. It happened. By the way, Chaos Draft in two weeks. Hype. 
Yes, I know a couple, at least one of our listeners is going to be coming with, and possibly another if I can find, get a hold of him again. So, all right, I'm excited. Okay, so my card that I just want to draft all day is River. I don't even know how to pronounce this bird's name. Uh, the river. It's Hoopo. 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 River Hoopo. Alright, so or, this is it's like a... like Hoopo or Hoopoo, I don't remember which, but it's one of those two. Hoopo, whatever. But it is green and a blue for a 1-3 creature bird with flying and 3 green and a blue. You gain 2 life and draw a card. Nothing but value. N- nothing but doing nothing all day and drawing my deck. <laughs> like, like so, so first off, in limited... This is the color combination I want to be playing. Whether yeah. it's good or not, I just love this color combination. I love green-blue. I know this isn't really a tempo card, but, like, I like having flyers. It's kind of got a booty on it, which is nice. And I'll pay five mana to draw a card any day of the week. Like, I'm stupid like that. It's five so, mana I mean, So it is a late game. Life. Yeah, it is a late game mana sink, and that two life adds will would will add up. Like that's just gravy, but I mean it's not a great card. But I just want to play that card. Like if I want to just play like thirteen of them in my deck and be happy. Yeah, this card actually gives me uh this card and things like it actually give me a hope for our devastation as limited format because one of the biggest complaints I have about Amonkhet is there's no mana sinks. There's nothing you can just poor mana into because cycling is not a mana sink guys no <laughs> cycling increases the number of lands you draw because you're getting rid of cards that are not lands which increases the likelihood of drawing lands but like there's a lot of actual mana sinks in this format now so where if it slows down i think it'll it'll be more my style of limited which i appreciate yeah, yeah. I, I i don't know i just would love to be playing as many of those as I can. I'm sure blue green just will be borderline unplayable, but yeah, it wasn't. It was not that great in actual Amonkhet. Yeah. Although in Amonkhet Limited, I thought it was much better than Amonkhet Draft or Amonkhet Sealed. Sealed. It was better than Amonkhet Draft. Okay. There we go. That may be the maybe the truth, but we'll see. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll do some more mechanical things here. All right. So what card do you expect slash want to show up in any sort of eternal format? I am expecting Overwhelming Splendor to see a little bit of play. Really? You think so? I... Modern. Hmm. And now you're really, really confused. (laughs) I'm incredibly confused. Because I'm like, how do you... Because you're not casting it for eight mana. Oh god, no. Um, I'm like, there's no way. It's not highly likely, but there is an enduring ideals deck. Um, hmm. For those who don't know, enduring ideals is one of the epic cards from Saviors of Kamigawa. It's seven mana sorcery, search library for an enchantment card and put it on into play, then shuffle your library. Epic for the rest of the game. You can't play spells. At the beginning of each of your upkeeps, copy the spell except for its epic ability. And you're basically okay. a mono-white devotion deck who plays a bunch of 
enchantments to not die. And it could definitely gain use out of something like Overwhelming Splendor. I hmm. doubt it's going to be the big breakout. Like, it's not going to be anything super amazing. But, like, for, at least for, like, rares, I think that's the... that It's one that could see play that would not completely shock me. But if we're talking legit is going to see play, absolutely, it's claim to fame. So, for, for those... I, I have to look... Look that up, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, sorcery, black. Return to our creature card with current mana cost two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. After Is that the only part of the text that matters? <laughs> basically, it, it buys back your death shadows. Everything that matters, yeah. Yeah, the the colorless and the red, plus two, plus oh, and haste until end of turn. So you can just kind of kill your opponent out of nowhere with the death shadow. Oh, okay, yeah. That, yeah. that does seem good. Yeah, that card will absolutely see play as at least a one-of in any Death Shadow deck playing those colors. So, that's that's my honorable mention for Eternal. But yeah, I would be much more excited to see Overwhelming Splendor. So, mine is... Uh, so, my expect, even though it probably shouldn't, is I totally expect to see Crook of Condemnation in sideboards of modern or legacy for people who can't get decent graveyard hate fair enough because it looked it looks kind of like relic of progenitus if you squint and look at it funny and i think it's going to have the same symptom that remand has with unsubstantiate yeah well it is it's not better but it is a side grade because it costs one more mana but you exile a target card instead of a random like a card of their choosing which yeah. does it is more powerful of a first activation even though it costs more mana mm -hmm. the second activation it costs is, a lot more mana actually yeah especially for older formats but i mean yeah. like the the second activation is just worse because it just doesn't draw you a card exactly which is more important in older formats. Yeah, I mean, I can but I to I totally expect to see it. Yeah, like it's it's going to be a replacement for people who can't afford or cannot acquire relics because sometimes they're hard to come by. And I can yeah, if someone said they intentionally ran it over relic, I would think they're wrong, but I would understand why. Like if they could, like they probably could explain it, and they may not be right, but they probably could at least explain it. Yeah, <laughs> like you, they would have a, a, they would have a justifiable reason. Mm -hmm. But two mana is just so okay. much. Yeah. All right. So my want to show up card is the Locust God, and I know that sounds really stupid for a six mana creature, but like, I, I want this to be Karanos. That's <laughs> as wrong as that is. As wrong as that is. That's kind of my feelings on the matter. But mm -hmm. it is not as good as Karanos. No, 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 no. It is not. Like, there's a lot of reasons it's not. The fact that it becomes a creature is yeah. That's that's them. actively detrimental to it. Is the fact that it's always a creature. Like, yeah. Path to Exile the, is a magic yeah. card. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and Path not being able to hit Karanos 90% of the time is huge. But, like, I, I feel like this could just do something. Like, I don't think it, even if it saw play, I don't think it sees play, if that makes sense. Yeah, it'd be like, like a one-of, maybe. It'd be a one-of in some random deck for, yeah, of a very specific deck or something like that. Like, I, I'm hoping it does, but I just don't, I don't think it will. But I want it to. I really, really want it to. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I when I found out that what they were doing was the cycle of gods that would all be Grixis, and there'd be two of each or one of each color combination for Grixis. Yeah. I was like super, super stoked. So I'm like, oh man, is there gonna be like a Karanos 2.0? And I was it's, a bit it's disappointed. Not quite. I mean, like, I'm not disappointed with the card. Like, is is it as powerful as Karanos? No, it's not. Well, like, but yeah, it's not it's as a, powerful. It's a really sweet card. But it is comparable, especially at least for standard. It, yeah, I mean, you can sit here and look at it and make comparisons and stuff. And I think I think there are certain places where you could argue that this is worthwhile. Yeah. Like, I'm probably going like, to try and play it. Because it's a blue-red god. Yeah. And that's all I want to do in life. It makes me really want to make my Skulker deck blue-red instead of mono-blue. Just flood the board. <laughs> Insects and squids. <laughs> that would be a really interesting tribal deck going on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. So, I actually... So, the cute name I came up with for our next, next category of cards is Bomb or Bust Cards. Which, basically, these cards, we... They're either going to be absolutely amazing, or they're going to be just totally unplayable, and we really can't tell what they're going to be. <laughs> and I, some of the yeah. cards we've mentioned already have been like this one. So, do you, why don't you take yours, John? So, mine's a pretty easy one to figure out if you look at this okay. stuff. Mine's Bolas himself. Nicol Bolas God Pharaoh, or mm -hmm. whatever his name is. Go look him up, he's got too much text. He has a lot of text. And it's like the Locust God. <laughs> my thing about him is kind of like my same reason why I was kind of hedging against Ugin. Is that he just costs mm -hmm. a lot of mana. And Standard has been a bit fast lately. Yeah. Like either fast combo or just fast aggro. And 7 mana even with his casting cost being relatively easy, like, it is only one of each color and then four colorless. Like, he yep. is undeniably powerful if you can get him into play. The question is, can you get him into play? Yeah. I mean, he's... You know... Like, that's the thing Ugin had going for him, at least, is that he was seven mana. He was eight. Right? Eight mana, but he was colorless. Yeah. And he was also Which in was a, he was big. also in a format with uh, Nykthos. So yeah, and, so you could just ramp stuff out. Yeah, yeah and then whatever the origins um, tap to add a storage counter on it, add a billion colorless mana. Like uh, yeah. those were in the format with him, which allowed you to cast him faster. And the format also mm -hmm. had and, good control cards. Mm -hmm. And this format doesn't feel. Like it, one I I don't think it can cast three color cards as easy as 
we think. I mean, it, you know, not not that it can't, but I, I just don't think three colors is as easy as it was in other formats, if that makes sense. In limited or standard? Standard. Yes and no. Like, yeah. there are three color decks, but... I, I, and that's the thing, I'm not many. saying there's three color decks, but it's a... It's a far, far, far ways away from Fetchlands yeah. world. Like, like not... even even the po- even post Fetchlands standard. Like, there's been three color. Like a pretty. I think you can support three color. And like, I I feel like now it's just sort of tapered a little bit. If that makes sense. Yeah, I can understand that. Like the yeah. one. Thing... I'm not saying it's like impossible. Yeah, I don't think he personally would be a problem in that regard, just because he is seven mana. It's not like you're trying to cast a yeah. three color three drop on turn three. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's not really affected by that as much. It's very easy for a deck with card draw and card filtering to mm-hmm. get stuff like that. But I'm yeah. hopefully optimistic because. Yeah, I love really absolutely. large dragon planeswalkers as finishers and control decks. Yeah, and he will just kick in the nuts all day, which is sweet if you get yeah. him out. But... Okay. So what do you got over here? So, but so, okay, so mine is Razaketh the Foul-Blooded. So, I mean, it's an eight-eight flying trampled demon that you can pay two life, sacrifice another creature, and tutor a card to your hand. Which seems good, but he is eight mana, and this just doesn't feel like a format where you play eight mana cards and then sacrifice more creatures. No, like he might be. There is still the shell uh, yeah. of the green black aristocrat style deck that I was kicking around for Maybe, a while. Yeah, which yeah. It's not unheard of for that deck to play Decimator of the Provinces, which is an mm-hmm. ri- ridiculously expensive emerge card. And like, so it is possible yeah. actually ramp out Razaketh and paying two life yeah. to sacrifice one of the tokens you don't care about to get something valuable is good. And he's an el- like a very good finisher. Like he could see play in the mm-hmm. top end of that deck if that deck is still viable. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like. Is that does that deck still work? You know, it's like, and and that's exactly what these cards are. It's like they're gonna be just great, or they're gonna not do anything. Yeah, (laughs) honestly, I think he's gonna have a big home in Commander. uh, Yeah, I agree too. As I as we were talking before the show about him, and I said, I'm like, man, I'm slamming him in my crappy Mirin deck because, you know, (laughs) he's doing everything you want to be doing. I mean, I'm probably going to cheat him out and then sacrifice creatures and just do whatever I want all day, kind of like I did with that deck. I mean, but, Vampiric I Tutor know. is a very powerful effect. Vampiric Tutor, if it's like oh, creature, is still a very powerful effect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, the text on the card is powerful. The big thing is... is those little symbols up on will top. Will he work? Will he? Is, is yeah. Is eight mana too much? And is, can the format handle that? Like, is there a shell for him? Basically. Yeah, I think there could be. I don't know. Like the like. I hope so because the thing yeah. is that aristocrats deck, it, it can spin its wheels for a bit because its finishers aren't as good as they used to be. 
He fixes that problem mm-hmm. if you can cast him. But you don't want to play a legendary creature as a four of. So consistency. Exactly. Is I mean, there's just so many issues with that. But I mean, like, in an aristocrat style deck, how upset are you about sacrificing him to something and playing another one? I mean, you're not happy, but I mean, it's like, it, it's yeah. it's in the picture. It's it's in the picture. It's a line, like not a good one, but yeah. I wish it said sacrifice a creature instead of sacrifice another creature. Yeah, that would make it slightly infinitely better. better. Like even if you like, even if you played him in his like worst case scenario as pay to life sacrifice. See, that's probably why they did it because they didn't want you to just be able to like oh crap i have to this is going to sound stupid but chump with an 8-8 yeah and just like if you or you know oh i'm gonna somebody cast removal on him pay to life sacrifice him get, a, tutor, get another like. of him and that yeah, would be kind of absurd, cause problems but yeah so it's in the essence of balance but i mean i agree like i don't know so, Massive potential. Yeah, those are those are bomber busts. Yeah. His, his ceiling is very high, but his floor is, you know, somewhere in the basement. Stranded in your hand. <laughs> like, and I, I think that's the biggest problem with both the cards. It's not the that we picked. It's not the effect. It's we. They're gonna get stranded in your hand. Yes. Like they they will be uncastable. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just okay. the biggest roadblock for things. So. Alright, so another important topic. The most important the best Yes. The best reprint in the set because goddamn do I love reprints. <laughs> uh, I I think you should lead up on this one. Okay. We have unsummon in the format again. Hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh I Alright, so as anyone who's listened to like more than one episode knows, I love old reprints. Oh my gosh, I love it when they reprint old cards. And Unsummon is just the original card. I love this card in general. And the fact that they reprinted it just makes me so happy. Like It's been like three years uh, since we've had an Unsummon reprint. It, it has been a long, long time since we've had, like, honest-to-goodness Unsummon. Like man and i don't know i just unsummon is is a cool card i think it's a a decent card too and i i'm so glad they reprinted it like i i just i'm just gonna sit here and and gush that's about it so but man i'm pumped for unsummon i love it the older the card is the better for me to some degree like i love it when they reprint cards from way back in the day particularly from like homelands and the dark and fallen empires and stuff but that doesn't happen too often reprint goblin wizard but i'll take i'll take alpha reprintings yeah go for it <laughs> i need a foil right. okay <laughs> uh yeah i'm <laughs> you i can't get one i love unsummon effects and limited and this is literally this is why they're called unsummon effects it is the best of them. yeah because this is and well, actually, because this true. is the granddaddy this is uh, sorry, it's not the best of the best. The best of the best is Vapor Snag, but you know, uh, okay. Attacking one yeah, damage but like, on this is the this is the this is the original though. Like this is 
in alpha they printed unsummon mm-hmm. and it was good <laughs> so like yeah th- this card is pure tempo which is something i'm a big fan of in a lot of stuff like yeah. if i'm not grinding my opponent into the dust i want to tempo them out with flyers and this is the poster child yeah, like... for tempoing them out with flyers this this card, if in a draft, will not make it past me. Yeah. I will be in I will be in red black or something stupid like that, and I will be drafting on summons. <laughs> so here's the question. All right. You crack the pack, right? You're looking through it. Yep. When you see that unsummon, then you see a divination. Yep. Ah, John. John, don't don't do this to me. <laughs> This is a possible I take the pack, pack and walk. <laughs> <laughs> Just done. We're out. For, for, two, for two common. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, that'd be great. <laughs> so, mine's a little weird of a okay. reprint. And it's... I'll, I'll admit, I didn't know this was a reprint. Yes, it's actually originally from Portal. Uh, Three Kingdoms. Specifically, Portal Three Kingdoms, which is even weirder. Yeah. Which now I am like when I found this out. Now I am super hyped about this card too. Yeah, not like, as much as on Summon, but still. I'm gonna be that guy, and my biggest complaint about this card is the fact it's a sorcery, and as a result of that, it probably will not see standard play. But the card yeah. is called Strategic Planning, and it's look at the top three cards of your library for a colorless and a blue. Put one of them in your hand, and the other two into your graveyard, which. Ninety percent of the time makes this better than anticipates, except it's a sorcery. Yes. Yeah, and that's tough. Like in your graveyard is more useful than on the bottom of your library because, like, most of the time it is. Even though on the bottom of your library feels better to a newer player. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's still in my deck. I can draw it later at some point. It's like, well, one, what if you don't yeah. want to draw it? And two, your graveyard is a resource. Like. I would be fine yeah. with, you know, like, well, I guess I'm going to put this uh, counterspell in my graveyard and put this Torrential Gear Hulk in my hands. Yeah. Seems fine. Right? You know. Like, I, I am just jacked that this is from Portal 3 Kingdoms and they did a reprint of it. Like, this is... That's sweet, man. That yeah. is sweet as hell. I'm a... I'm a fan of the card in general. I have a. It's been reprinted a few other times, like it was actually printed in a commander deck. So I've I've seen it yeah. before, but I've never got a chance to actually play with it, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's sweet. Although I have to say, the biggest drawback of this card is the art is really awkward. I hate it. Like, oh my god! I hate it too. It looks terrible. Yeah. Like, if, if we had it a, you know, horrible. worst art in the set category, it's absolutely this card. Holy balls. We now have a worst art in the cat set category, John. Okay, <laughs> what's your opinion of the worst art in the set? Strategic planning, because they okay. both look so ungodly awkward. Like, yeah, Jesus, I like, agree with you 100%. It's like, oh, hand on hip, alright, this is our plan, alright? It's like... So, uh, what's the flavor text? Bullis remade his place in his image. He has the advantage here. We must approach carefully. Isn't that exactly what Ajani said? Like, I have no idea, but... In the storyline, Ajani is like, oh yeah, Bolas has this plane. We shouldn't go there yet, though, because, you know, it's Bolas. We should probably do some research first. And no one listened to him. 
and now Jace is saying it, and it's called strategic planning. No, yeah. this is their oh shit, we're screwed moment. And they're just yeah. realizing it like, now. The, the stance they're in looks like these sneaking animations from like Oblivion, <laughs> which were horrible. <laughs> you cannot unsee it now. No, and like, no legitimate people have conversations like that. Like, they're both have their foot it's, up. It's Jason Gideon, they're not legitimate people. <laughs> True, but like, they both have their foot up on like a ledge above where their other foot is, and they're both leaning over. Like, it's like yeah. they're like conspiring. It's like, oh my god, this art is so hideous. For Yeah, for such a cool card, it has really terrible art, but yeah, yeah that's that is a really, really sweet one. If it sees but. play, I am absolutely buying a play set of the original art. Not the original, because the original is actually the super expensive. But the, the P3K ones? Yeah, because it's P3K. <laughs> it's just expensive yeah. in everything. Yeah, it's, everything of that is expensive. Okay, so we mentioned a lot of cards, but what cards do you think are the the chase cards? The big ticket cards that, it, that people are going to be looking for? Uh, kind of, you know, once again, very simple and easy to figure out. The Planeswalkers are going to be, like, Bolas will be sought after. Samet, even though Samet is bad, will be sought after because Samet is a Planeswalker and people collect Planeswalkers. Um, I don't know anyone who does that. Yeah, no, no one at all collects Planeswalkers and has <laughs> almost one of every art. I, I should okay. just, I should just bite the bullet and drop like the hundred and fifty on the book promo, Jace Blair. Good. <laughs> I know. Uh, All right. Also, the gods. People will want. Yeah, them. I think those will be. I mean, they're just splashy and cool. Yeah, like it's actually very possible that the Scarab God will actually see play in standard. Because zombies is already yeah. attack. So. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty high up there on the list of things. Otherwise... Anything else? Bontu's Last Reckoning will probably be a big thing. I think it's worse than people think it is. But it's still a three-mana board wipe. I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, Bontu's Last Reckoning, like, a lot of... I I don't remember who it was, but I was talking to them, and they're like, it's a three-mana board wipe. Like, like, no, it's a six-mana board wipe. It, yeah. it is three mana now and three mana later. And it's possibly even yeah. more than that. Like, yeah, depending on the situation. Yeah, like if you have if you if you have six mana in play and you cast this and then you counter your opponent's next creature, you're not untapping any of your lands. Like it make and yeah. like that is a very large downside that a lot of people don't seem to be understanding. Like I think the card's good, undoubtedly. I think the card will play undoubtedly, but it is it is a punisher, like very punishing effect, and I don't think people fully yeah. appreciate the effects of that. It's going to be one of those cards that's just incredibly misplayed, probably. Yes, which is good for those who are you know of high skill level, I guess. You know. Yeah. <laughs> really is i i'm i tend to be good right. at leveraging my opponent's misplays against them <laughs> you gotta generate value somewhere uh-huh all right so 
let's let's top off our individual cards here. Favorite card overall. I'll I'll do mine because it's kind of dumb and weird. So I like the art. My favorite card. Yeah, my my favorite card that I read from the set so far is Bloodwater Entity, which is an uncommon one blue red flying prowess. When it enters the battlefield, you may put an instant or sorcery card from your graveyard on top of your library. I I think this is my favorite just because I want this to be part of a deck and it's not but i want it to be and i like i loved playing heroic and prowess like those were my favorite decks ever like and this just makes me dream of that it's one day it'd be a thing again it's really funny that like i love heroic and prowess but like i really don't play infect <laughs> we should give it a try sometime. Maybe I will. You'll have to hand it to me one night. But it is very similar. All right. So that, there's my weird. Yeah. Jimmy, there's my weird one out of the way. I so. agree but, that I like the card. I'll give you that much. But yeah. Yeah. For me, it's a cool card. I think. My favorite cards in the set um, are because of a, of a very specific style of deck that I haven't gotten to play in a long time. And uh, for those who have been listening for a while, they may recall a certain story about an Is It Control deck that I built at one point. And <laughs> Hour of Devastation being a red board wipe, and the Locust God being a red, red blue, hard to kill threat that ends the game, both give me hope that that could be a really solid deck again. That would be sweet, actually, yeah. Yeah, like, plus it's, like, one, Hour of Devastation is literally the name of the set, which is really sweet. And, yeah. <laughs> it's like when they say the name of the movie in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Roll credits, right? But, yeah, I'm but... I'm looking, I I want Hour of Devastation to be, to be playable, and I think it will be. And... I want the scare, or let's, I want the locust god to be playable because I want the closest thing I can get to. It's kind of like a Karanos and a Goblin Slide smashed together, right? <laughs> They're literally <laughs> the two wing cons of that deck. Like, what more could you want? <laughs> I'm I'm probably right, just gonna right. bring like a stack of Goblin tokens, and they'll be my locusts. <laughs> just try and get that feeling. Your Goblin locusts, great. Plus deal the, with it. the art on our devastation is also really good. Yeah. But everything except um, strategic planning has good art, so... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so set overall, what's your opinion on the overall feel? Just, this is this isn't going to be about, like, power level or anything. Like, my feel... For this whole deck is like it's unbelievably brutal like everything about yeah. it like there's brutal arts there's brutal like cards and flavor text and like it's like like look at life goes on or tragic lesson or a slim solemnity like though there are three yeah. dead gods in each of those pictures and in two of them they're 
pouring blood out of them. Like, this is not a child-friendly set. And it's like, you have all these, like, Terminator-esque skeletons just, like, decked out, wrecking people. And it's like, holy hell. I mean, but what do you expect from a set named Hour of Devastation? I know, and it's just so great as a result of that. Like, yeah. I I am a huge fan of this, like, the art and the feel of the set. Like, I love how it just, everything about it is so unbelievably brutal. Like, where is it? Pretty they better sure. not. They better not pull pull out of the crash. Yeah, like if that makes any sense story wise. Like if they're if they're like, oh yeah, everybody's getting beat up, ha ha ha, and then like something happens and they're like, oh we we kind of did it. Like I'd be really pissed off. Yeah, where is it that uh, survivors encampment? What will happen to us? They asked. The vizier paused. I think, I think that's up to us now. Yeah. Everyone yeah. gets their shit wrecked, that, that, and it's yeah. great. Like, that card is... I love that card, even though it's, like, a direct reprint of another card already, but... Yeah, different. Different I mean, name, and not, and this one's a desert, and the other one isn't, so... And yeah. it's like... Uh, like, I don't know. That card has some of the, my like, my favorite flavor. Like, the flavor text in that one was great. And, yeah. like, the first time I am uh, read and, like, really looked at Tragic Lesson, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, like you look at it, and you're like, <laughs> it oh, it's Kefnet. It's like, there's a giant hole in his neck, and he's laying in a pool of blood. And then, like, the flavor yeah. text is, though Kefnet's followers feverishly searched his last words for some final riddle, they found only the gurgles of a dying god. Holy Yeah, hell. it's like, oh... <laughs> And like, like that's a kick in the balls. Like, I know, and like really bad. Life goes on is literally Samet standing on the corpse of Ronus as blood pours out of his skull, giving a speech to people. Yeah. Like, hey. like, this is a super depressing set. <laughs> I know it's unbelievably dark and just brutal, and I love it. Like, holy hell. What's your what's your yeah, opinion? It'll on this be set? <laughs> interesting to see how they ended up. I mean, about, kind of about the same thing. I I'll be honest, I haven't followed it as much as some stuff. Like, I don't know. I'm really sad because I didn't see a um uh, card about zombie fish eating someone. So, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> another uh, yeah, like, but. Uh, uh, Another thing, just like play on like the brutality of the whole thing, is all of the defeats. So it's like yeah. they're all just glorious. Like all the they like either you're actually showing the gate watch losing, and every single one of them, mm -hmm. except for like one, I think, has like a super snarky comment from Bolas directed at them. Like Gideon, how must easy yeah. how easy it must be to pay the play the protector when you think yourself untouchable, how wrong you are. And it shows one of Bolus's claws piercing yeah. Gideon's impenetrable shield. Yeah. It's like I had hoped like, for I more. love Chandra Chandra or Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. The... Chandra's always makes me laugh because it's like fire is that your only trick, basically? <laughs> like, because <laughs> that and that one's a little that one feels a little th like fourth wall breaky. To yeah, some that is absolutely because... a fourth wall break. 
It's like, Jace, I had hoped for more from you, Jace, but I had expected as much. It's like, zing. Uh, <laughs> zing, I will get say, good Liliana's scrub. isn't that bad. He's not like... Yeah. yeah he's, which makes sense, it's Liliana. They, they have a little bit of a history together. And I, like... Yeah. The perfect design, like defining thing of Bolas as a character is like the soul of this world is gone, Nissa, and I would gladly kill it again. He gives no shits. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. Like he um, wishes he was it, as awesome yeah. <laughs> as Yogmoth, and he's trying to emulate that as much as possible. Yeah, even though he won't get there, but it's I mean, okay. you can't. Like they, they. They really need a set like this where Bolas just whoops everyone's ass to prove that he is actually a total badass. Yeah. Like this, this is like an you get the total thing. badass. It it really is because it's like it's like Worf from Star Trek. Like everybody's like, "Oh, dude, he's a Klingon and he's like a total badass," but all he does is get his ass kicked by other people so that you realize how tough those guys are. Mm-hmm. Which like, like yeah, it's, like, it's like the I running feel like gag. Degree, yeah, and like it'll it'll be nice to see like Bolas just whoop everyone's ass into oblivion for a little bit, and like you know eventually they'll come back and beat him or something like that because superhero stories. But like you you have to have you have to have loss in a good story. You have to. You can't have a, a steady upward trend to have a good story, yeah. if that makes sense. I mean, it's the hero's journey, right? Like, yep. Yeah. And, like, they, they they kind of had it with Battle for Zendikar, but the win felt cheap. Yeah. It was weird. And, yeah. And I think they, I think if they would have, like, I don't know, it just, all of it felt really contrived, if that makes sense. Like, where they ended up, I think, was good. Like, not in Battle for Zendikar, like, after that. Like, with the gate, like, I think the Gatewatch is still a good storytelling decision. I think a lot of this stuff is a good idea, but, like, that, all that, like, oh, yeah, we're getting beat up and it's sad and everything like that was, didn't feel, it didn't feel as good as this, if that makes sense. I can get that. Like, I actually did appreciate, like, I have a little bit of appreciation for Gideon because it did just show, like, the sheer exhaustion he's going through trying to fix all the world's problems. And I can appreciate Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't that. all bad, like... Yeah. <laughs> but... Well... Alright, why don't we why don't we wrap this one up here, I guess. Um, you have anything else before we close up? So, I'm gonna... I'm going to get this out there before I forget and before someone else says something so then people think that I'm copying. I have a theory okay. about why Bolas okay. is making the Eternals. Okay, go for it. Alright. He's preparing to wage war on the Phyrexians. Alright. Huh, okay. So, why? Because they are. The thing is, like, think of every single bad guy, right? And every yeah. single bad guy knows that their biggest threat aren't the good guys, it's the other bad guys. 
Like, he doesn't view the Gatewatch as a threat, but he wants to control the multiverse. And what is also trying to conquer the entire multiverse? The Phyrexians. And I think all of his little Mm -hmm. machinations have led up to him doing that. Like, I think even him... Like, so he went after Ugin because he knew that Ugin knew about the Eldrazi that were locked up, and he released the Eldrazi because I think he's of the opinion that the Eldrazi might be able to actually deal with the Phyrexians. And he knows that you can deal with the Eldrazi. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been done. You know, Fair like, point. They killed two of them, yeah. and they were able to imprison them previously. And, like, this is, like, another one <laughs> of his plans where he's making the Eternals, which they're already dead so their flesh can't be corrupted. They're encased in a magical coating, which makes them stronger to handle the complete uh, warriors of the Phyrexians, and they're completely subservient to his will, which means the glistening oil can't corrupt them. Like, I think Mm -hmm. these are his foot soldiers for the war in the war against Phyrexia. Yeah. Okay. Also, well, he's gonna I'll lose it. because it's Phyrexia, but you will never. Phyrexians are such a good villain. I know. <laughs> like, oh, man. like they're like the Borg, who are sweet. Also, in my opinion, the Phyrexians cannot lose to Bolas because then, by proxy, Yogmoth is losing to Bolas, and I will burn down Watsi headquarters <laughs> if Yogmoth loses to Bolas. <laughs> Because Yogmoth. Man, I can go on for hours about Yogmoth. Okay. We should do that sometime. Alright. <laughs> we we did. Yeah, but we could do it again. <laughs> Without like the pretense okay. of the the whole story just entirely like this is Yogmoth.episode where I just condense everything about him into one glorious nugget of glory. Okay. Just rant about him. It would be great. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up though. Right. So if you want to um, uh, send us some feedback, you can shoot us an email to thelocalmeta at gmail dot com. You can follow us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. And A shout yeah. out to the guy on Twitter who actually messaged it. us. The the death and taxes dude or whatever. Yeah. We appreciate yeah, shout the feedback. Out. That was really sweet. We don't get very Uh much feedback except not in person. So it's actually nice to hear feedback over other channels. Mm -hmm. And and realistic critical feedback. Yeah. Like it was like legit useful information. So appreciate Mm -hmm. it. But yeah, we we, we appreciate that. So, all right. I guess uh, we will catch you next time. See ya. Thank you.